step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. has been good and I give God the praise I give God the glory I give God all the honor God has been good I'm telling you amen I'm, I want you to know today that God has been good we're coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry um, well I'm at the parsons of the church 1540 Holland Road in Greenville church is located over there in Greenville at 1007 West Arlington Boulevard amen come on by God will do you real good real every Sunday we haven't closed uh, yet we're still there. Doors are still open every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Each Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. and each Friday Holy Ghost Deliverance Night at 7 p.m. Come on by and let the Lord bless you in a big, big way. He got He got a blessing with your name on it, and you could you need to receive it. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stocks, and I'm the pastor. And I'm so grateful to God just to be here tonight and to give God the praise and to give God the glory. And to give God all the honor. God has been good. God is good. God will be good. There's no error in God. God is a great God. He's a wonderful God. And I'm telling you, you won't find no fault in God. Never you will find any fault in God. Because he says, I'll never leave you. I will never forsake you. He says, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. I want to talk about this evening a very familiar topic. I want to talk about something that uh, the, the apostle said, and I'm saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And, you know, something happened to me, I think it was Saturday morning. An uh, old friend of mine that I grew up with said to me on the phone that he didn't want to hear nothing about Jesus, and he didn't want to hear nothing about uh, uh, Christ, of the Bible. And I told him right then and there, I said, you, we can't talk. Because if I can't talk about Jesus, I know what he did for me. And I have to talk about him. God has been good to me. And God is good to me. And I have to talk about him. Anybody that don't want me to talk about Jesus, you're talking to the wrong person. So my topic is even, I can't help myself. Jesus Christ is my Lord. I've seen him do too many things. He did it for me. I've seen him do it for others. He's opened doors. He's turned some things around. I have to praise him. I have to give his name glory and honor. 
Jesus is a good God, I'm telling you. And I love him today. And I can't help myself. You don't want if a person don't want me to, don't want to talk to me because I mentioned Jesus. Well, we just had a part uh friendship right there, because I can't there's no way that I'm gonna live and don't talk about Jesus Christ. No way. In the Bible, God's word, look what it says in Acts chapter four, verse number twenty from the King James Bible. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. How can I not talk about Christ Jesus? I done seen him do too many things. I done heard about the things he's done. I done read about the things he's done. I see him working every day in my life. And you telling me I can't talk about Jesus? The apostles said, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. I'm the same way. I, I am not a choice. I got to talk about Christ. I have to talk about what he's done. I ain't got time to argue with somebody and a lot of foolishness, but man, God Almighty, Jesus Christ especially has been good to me. He has been so good to me. I've seen him with my own eyes. I mean, you know, it's not something that I heard, but I've seen God work miracles. I've seen how he opened doors. I've seen how God has turned things around, helped people. I, I, know, I know a man that was in jail for about 10 years, and he got out of jail. Now he's a preacher doing excellent. And you tell me I can't talk about Jesus. I'm like the apostles, but we cannot but speak the things that we have seen and heard. I have no other choice. I got to talk about it. I've seen it and I heard it. The Bible says, speak, the word speak here. And I, wrote, I got this from the word dictionary. And it says, to speak means to utter words or articulate sound. As human beings, to express thought by words, as the organ may be so obstructed that a man may not be able to speak. Now, as long as the breath is in my body, as long as I got the power and the ability to speak, I'm going to talk about Jesus Christ. Yes, I am. No one is going to tell me. If you tell me, well, a pastor, I don't want to talk about Christ. Okay, fine. You tell me you don't want to talk to me, that's okay. But I, don't tell me I can't talk about it. And if you don't want to listen, you can walk away. But I'm going to talk about Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 20, from the New Living Testament translation of the Bible, Acts chapter 4, verse 20, so we cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. How can I stop? I have seen people. Well, actually, I've seen with my own two eyes in the hospital in, in, in Manhattan, my friend was dead. I went to see him. They said he's dead. His brother had called me from North Carolina. I went to the hospital and said he was dead. And he was just in the bed, dead. They'd cut off the machine and said he was dead. 
I asked him, could I pray for him? And the nurse on duty and said, let me speak to the doctor, talk to the doctor. And the doctor said to me, no, sir, you can't pray because he praying on do no good, he's dead. I said, Doc, can I just walk in that emergency room there and pray for him, please? And the doctor said to me, well, go ahead. It ain't going to do no good. And I went in and prayed for him. Guess what? About a minute that I was in there, they said, his pulse is back. His pulse is back. That man got about that bed. Not that night, but he got up the next day. He was in New York, and his brother and the family members came from New York, from North Carolina to pick him up and took him back to North Carolina. You know he lived three more years? Three more years. I done seen Jesus Christ raise the dead in my own eyes. I don't, I'm not talking about what I heard. I done seen him do it. So how can I not speak about it? I done seen the wonderful, mighty works that God has done. And I'm telling you, He'll do a mighty work in your life if you let him. Christ will do a mighty work for you tonight if you just let him. There's no doubt in my mind. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 16, for if I preach the gospel, I have no reason for boasting because I am compelled to do this. Then he said, woe to me, if I do not preach the gospel. Listen, I got the I got another choice, my sisters and brothers. I have to preach the gospel. I have no other choice. Woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Savior. He's God's Son. Right now he's in my heart. He I've never seen Jesus in the flesh but in the spirit. I was born in 1944. Jesus was crucified the way before I was born. But he rose from the dead with all power in his hand. And that power lives in me. God, God bless me. And now, he can be your Lord too if you let him. Christ tonight would come into your life right now. I, I'm one of the most Unlike the candidates to be saved, because I, I never went to church, I had no church brand. In in First Peter, in, in Acts chapter four, the book of Acts chapter four, and this is the King James Bible, verse nineteen. Listen what the Bible says: But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you, rather than unto God. Rather than unto God, judge ye. Peter and John said, we're going to talk about Jesus. Now, if you don't want to hear it, that's your prerogative. But I'm going to talk about him because I know he'll save you. Tonight, if there's one listening to me, you're not saved, you can be saved this evening, right now. It's 10 minutes after, 12 minutes after 8. But you can give your life to Jesus Christ. He's a living God. He's living He's not dead. Oh, they crucified him. They put him in a marriage grave or tomb. But he got up out the grave with all power. Jesus got up out the grave with all power. He's not in no grave. He'll come to your aid right now. He'll save you if you just let him. 
That's who I got to talk about, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm so, I'm positive that he'll save you tonight. If you let him, all you got to do is allow him in. He'll save you. The Bible tells us over there in Amos chapter 3. Now look, listen to this, mind. say a look, a look. Amos chapter 3, verse number 8. It says, the lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord God spoken. Who can but prophesy? God has spoken. And I got to listen. You can listen too. You can be his saint. You can be his 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 uh, member tonight. You can you can join Jesus right now. He'll come into your life right this very moment. The Bible says in Amos chapter three, verse eight. The lion has roared, roared, the lion roared. Who will not fear? If you're around a lion and he roars, don't you fear? Yes, you do. Then he goes on and says, the Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? I have no other choice but to talk about God because he's in my life. I cannot help myself. No, I am compelled to lift up Jesus. This gentleman told me, I think it was Saturday, that he didn't want to talk about the Lord. He said he didn't want to talk about the Bible. I said to him, well, they don't need to talk to me then. Now, I've known this guy over 60, 61 years. I've known him. I've known him since I was about, well, maybe yeah, over 61 years. Yeah, I've known, him, I've known him that many years. But guess what? If he doesn't want to talk about the Bible and Jesus Christ, I can't talk about it. And I said the same thing to you. You don't, you don't need to get yourself involved with nobody that don't want to talk about Jesus Christ. Because he's Lord. He's Savior. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ was crucified, buried in a borrowed tomb. Pam got up out the grave on the third day. I mean, they put, beat him with a cat of nine tails, put a crown of thorns on his head. The blood gushed out. They pierced him with a sword. They buried him in a Maori tomb. But on the third day, he rose from the grave with all power. That same Jesus is available for you. That's what I'm talking about tonight. I know him because he spoke to me. See, maybe he didn't speak to you, but he spoke to me. I know him for myself. I'm not trying to learn him. I already know him. Jesus Christ is Lord. He'll save you tonight. He'll save you if you let him. Look, look, the Bible, I'm looking, I'm just, I'm looking, look at the scripture. In John chapter 15, verse number 27, this is the New Living Testament translation of the Bible. The word of God said, and you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. Jesus says, I have to testify. Because I know him from myself. See, I'm not trying to learn him. I know him. He's already introduced himself to me. He came into my life 44 years ago and saved me. If I can make it to September the 15th of this year, 45 years, Christ Jesus came into my life and saved me. 
45 years ago. Look, I was drinking liquor, shacking up, and smoking marijuana. Now, it's been 44 years I've never smoked another Giona Reefer. I don't shack up, and I don't smoke, I don't drink no liquor. 45 years. So I know him for myself. I know what he can do. I was broke, dead broke, didn't have no money. I was behind on my rent in my apartment, three-bedroom apartment. And God moved me out of that apartment and gave me a house on Evergreen Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. You're wasting your time to tell Lonnie Stocks not to speak about Jesus Christ because that's all I know. I was talking to a lady today, and I was telling her all the many things that Christ has already done in my life, how he brought me out of darkness and put me in the marvelous light, and he'll do it for you. That's what I'm telling you today. And the Bible said, I got to testify. I, I have no choice. I must tell you about Christ because he's a loving God. Listen, in, the, in, in Acts chapter 4, verse number 20, Barnes Noble said, Barnes Noble said, Mr. Barnes, he said, the apostles were saying completely confident in Jesus Christ. That he was, and they, and they put it like this. They said, they took the word of God over the word of man. The word of God over man. And that's what I do. I've done that. I put God's word because God says he's my beloved son, Jesus Christ. Why can't I talk about Jesus? There's no reason, there's no way that I'm not going to talk about him because he, he's that good to me. Look what it says in John chapter 14, verse 13. I will do anything you ask the Father in my name so that the Father will be, be given glory because of the Son. And you tell him, I can't talk about Jesus. And he already said, if I ask the Father in anything, you know, in 19, no, in 2007, no, 2006, me, my blood pressure was 196 over 126. In my doctor's office, they gave me a shot because they thought I was going to have a heart attack or a stroke. This morning, I checked my blood pressure. It was 147 over 70. Look what God did. Look, in 2013, my sugar level was measured in the doctor's office at 310. He said to me, what are you, what are you eating and drinking? I said, I drink... Um, Apple juice. He said, man, that apple juice got loaded with sugar. You don't need to drink no more of that apple juice. I said, well, that's what I've been drinking. He said, you need to leave it alone. You know what my sugar was this morning? I checked it this morning. It was 80. 8-0. My sugar. 8-0. Yesterday, I think it was 79. The day this was 80. You tell me, I can't talk about you. I know him to be a healer. He healed my body. I tell the story how this lady... Uh, named Helen was in the hospital back in 1978. And she was weaving. She could barely breathe. And her kidneys and lungs was stopped working properly. And I called a friend of mine who was a preacher. And I said to him, I want you to go to the hospital tomorrow 
with me. He was in Manhattan. Come to Brooklyn. I pay the gas bill and everything. I want you to go to your husband and pray for this lady. I wasn't a preacher at that time. I wasn't. You know what my friend said? Lonnie, I'm not going to that hospital and pray with that woman. I said, why? He said, because that sickness might jump off her and get on me. Well, I was new in the Lord, but I had faith. I had faith. I read the Bible. Jesus said, I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. So I believed it. And Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. That the Father be glorified in the Son. So the next night I went to the hospital. She had gotten worse. Her eyes had turned gray. The white was gone gray. You could, could hardly see no black, mostly all gray in her eyes. And she was like completely out of breath, could hardly breathe. And her name was Helen. I said, Helen? She said, yeah. I said, it's Lonnie. Lonnie Starks. She said, hey, Lonnie. I said, I called a preacher to come with me tonight. He wouldn't come. No. I said, but Helen, I believe tonight. This is in 1978. I said, Helen, I believe tonight. You're where you are. And I'm where I'm at. I'm going to pray for you. And God's going to heal you. He's going to give me faith to stand from then on. I said, can I pray for you tonight? She said, yes. Now, I wasn't a preacher. But I prayed for that lady that night. In a week's time, the next, I think the next Sunday, I wasn't a pastor at the time. I was going to Bishop. He, was, he wasn't a bishop at the time. He was Elba. Elba, Otis Williams Church. My Lord of the Church of God in Christ. My Lord of the Holy Bible Church in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, that next Sunday she came to church. The same Helen that couldn't hardly breathe, that her lungs was bad, her kidneys were bad. But yet and still God had worked a miracle. Well, about two weeks later, a month later, Helen started back drinking alcohol and doing the same thing she was doing before. And she got sick again, and they rushed her to St. John's Hospital over there on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Her daughter called me and said, Mama's back in the hospital, and told me where she was at. I went to the hospital. When I got there, they had curtains around her, and they had a sign on the door. Uh, you got to put a mask on to come in. And I went there, and as I was sitting in the hospital, in that room with her, they had curtains around her bed. I couldn't get to her. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me, just like I'm speaking right now. He said, do not pray for her tonight. You pray for her and she got healed. Leave her. She don't want it. I told the daughter, I said, I got to go. And I left. When I got home, the daughter called me and said, Mama passed away. Now, I'm, I'm not telling you that God couldn't heal. Because God healed her. God healed her a month before, a month and a half before. She was at, a, at the hospital, in Whitecoff Hospital, and, and, and Queens, uh, Brooklyn is Queens, Whitecoff is Brooklyn. She was in the Whitecoff Hospital in Brooklyn, and God healed her. And now she went right back drinking alcohol and doing the same thing about two months later, and she died. I'm saying to you tonight, 
How can I not speak with Jesus? I done seen him do all these things. Listen, I looked at, I saw God move me out of the three-room apartment that was behind on my rent, put me in a house, and the man sold me the house. I had no money, but I had $500. The man wanted 10000 down. Then he came down to 3000 but I only had $500. And God Almighty, Jesus Christ, touched that man's heart. He said, let Lonnie have it. That's how I got that house, 515 Evergreen Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. By a miracle, I can't help myself. I'm sorry. I have to talk about Jesus. He said, I'll do anything you ask the Father in my name so that the Father will be given glory because of the Son. I believe it with all my heart. My topic tonight, I can't help myself. Jesus is my Lord. I accepted him as my Lord. I can't help myself, saints. I really can't help myself. God has been that good to me. He's good to me now. And I want you to know that he'll bless you right now. Whoever you are and wherever you may be right now, it's not too late. You can come to Jesus tonight. I can't help myself. Now you say, yes, you can. No, I can't. I really can't because I'm compelled to talk about Jesus. He's been that good to me. He's opened so many doors in my life. Look. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 20, from the New Living Testament, we cannot stop telling God about it. We cannot stop telling about everything we've seen and heard. i got to keep on talking about it because I've seen what God did. Look, I gave you testimonies tonight that God did for my life. How he healed the lady in the hospital. How my sugar was 100 and 90, 196 over 126 back in 2007, 2006. This morning it was 147 over, 147 over 70. How can I stop talking about Jesus? I know him to be a savior. I know him to be a keeper. And he'll save you tonight. He'll bless you right now. I want you to consider right now what I'm saying. Jesus will come into your life and save you tonight. He'll come into your life right this very moment. He'll forgive you for your sins. And he'll save you tonight if you want to be saved. Christ Jesus will save you tonight. There's no doubt in my mind. I love you tonight. I want you to know that God loves you. You know what? I can't stop talking about it. I want you to know that God wants to bless you tonight. Listen to me. I've got to go. But because I leave, that don't mean God. God is still there. And he's there to help you. He's there to bless you. Have a good evening, and may God bless you. My number is 252-214-0799. you like to call me, have a good evening. I got to go. Yep, I'm going out. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen. If you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. 
It said, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.